Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Welcome to the Balanced Black Girl Podcast. We're putting black girl magic in motion. This show is dedicated to reinventing wellness for women of color. I'm your host, Lestrandra Alfred. Hello, friends. How are you doing? I feel like that is a pretty loaded question these days. And I also think it's okay to have more than one answer. I've had a lot of people asking me that question lately, and the answer I give definitely depends on who I'm talking to and their ability to either handle the true answer or my energy level when it comes to wanting to kind of describe how I am. Do you know, do you know what I mean? Do you ever have those times where someone asks how you are and you so appreciate it you appreciate them asking however the energy it would take to explain how you are is just not where it's at in that moment I get it and that is how I've felt quite a bit these past few weeks over the past few weeks there have been just so many incredible things that have come from a really tough situation that we find ourselves in all around the world. I feel like I have seen creators and healers and helpers from all over offering their craft, offering their services, creating much needed space, which has been such a beautiful thing to see. One thing that has stuck out to me is all of the resources for maintaining our wellness and for helping us move our bodies during this time. And I have to say, I mean, as a former fitness gal, I love to see it. I love to see all of the fitness pros doing their thing. I love to see how innovative and incredible some of the really incredible wellness entrepreneurs have been in pivoting and in providing their services in a virtual format and definitely encourage you if you do feel so compelled to check some of those out and we can have some things linked in the show notes we've been sharing also on the Balanced Black Girl Podcast Instagram account, just things that we see of offerings that we have and just sharing them so that you have plenty of opportunities to support, to move your body if that's what you feel called to do. And I also want to invite you, if you do not feel called to do that, to know that it is okay and to not feel guilty about not wanting to necessarily get your home workout on or all of a sudden be a body weight workout beast. That is okay. I also think that 
ultimately what's most important is making sure our basic needs are met. And I think if you are in a space where figuring out what your basic needs are and making sure that they are met in this season is where you're at, please don't stress about not having the perfect at-home workout routine. Or if you're in a position where that is a really good outlet for you, where you're really craving that movement or you're really missing that, then like all for it. Let's do it. Let's also really, really support those wellness entrepreneurs whose businesses are taking a hit during this time. That's so important. I think it is just such a nuanced topic though, because I feel like I have seen so many options out there and it can feel very pressuring to feel like you need to do all the things you need to have this perfect plan or routine. And I just really invite you to check in with yourself, do what's best for you day to day, support others when you can, and also support yourself in really listening to your body and making sure that first your basic and emotional needs are being met. And that's what I have to say about that. However, if you are looking for a virtual wellness offering, today's guest is an incredible person for that. So my guest today is Patty Dean, who is an LA-based Pilates instructor who has been teaching Pilates for over 20 years, and she is just phenomenal. She's an incredible human. I met Patty back in the fall, not long after I moved to LA. Actually, she's one of the first people that I met when I moved to LA, and I have just been so grateful to have her presence in my life. She is just so warm, so genuine. She is just one of those people who you can really be at ease around. And I loved getting to talk to her in this episode. And I loved getting to introduce her to you in this episode. We do talk a bit about her Pilates classes that she teaches or Pilates lessons, I guess I should say, because she is a private Pilates instructor here in Los Angeles. And I have taken uh, private lessons with her uh, on the reformer equipment, which is incredible. Right now, uh, there's not a lot of in-person fitness experiences that we can do. However, she does offer some virtual Pilates sessions, which are fantastic. I've also done those in uh, recent weeks since we've uh, all been spending more time indoors, and I cannot recommend that enough. So make sure you follow her on Instagram. I'll have her information linked in the show notes at Patty Pilates Style so that you can see when she's hosting her next virtual class. They're super affordable and I can't recommend them enough. Even if you have never done Pilates before, even if Pilates is not even something that is on your radar yet, I really, really encourage you to still tune into this episode because we talk about everything from building community to self-care to making formats like Pilates accessible in all different places to all different people, which is so important. We talk about uh, her experiences as a mother. We talk about self-care and how self-care relates to motherhood. It really is such a rich, rich conversation, and I am so excited to share it with you. So let's jump into the episode. So Patty, welcome to the show. Thank you. So excited to have you here. I'm excited as well. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of connections for our listeners, I'm here with Patty Dean, who is an incredible Pilates instructor and we're having an in real life interview today and we connected probably about four or five months ago yes yeah, so not yeah. long after I moved to LA yeah just like at a concert yes <laughs> I was sitting on some benches I saw a group of girls that were just really I can tell they knew each other for a while yeah and that was fascinating to me like oh 
okay. They seem like, you know, just hanging out. Yep. And I was waiting for my friend and um, naturally just started talking to them. I'm so into eye contact and feeling a genuine connection with people and, and, and telling them, you know, human to human. Yep. You know, we become so detached. But when you see a moment of happiness and joy and girlfriends having a good time, I say, hey, you guys <laughs> see that? other artists before or have you seen this artist before and just in conversation and um just connecting with you and and following through with it yeah yeah, exactly here yeah it was so funny yeah we just like connected at the at the lauren hill concert and started chatting you mentioned that you teach pilates and i was like record scratch hold up (laughs) this conversation must continue past being at this bench (laughs) yes Yes, yes. And um, I'm so happy that you followed through and you took your session. Yeah. You know, it's such a beautiful studio. I love that oh studio. Oh my gosh, yes. You know, and it's classical, authentic equipment that you were able to work on. And I got to see your history in your body and mm-hmm. was like, what else can we, you know, kind of move with? Yep. you know, with this. So, so yeah, so I'm happy that you came and you did your session. Oh and my gosh, yeah. I am too. We have to do more. This is good accountability for me to get back into yes, it too. Cause that yes. was like right before the holidays and I fell off. <laughs> and we all do, gosh, we all do. It's just like plummet and yeah. it's okay to plummet. Exactly. You know what I mean? And things just get back into the groove of things mm-hmm. and you just keep moving. Exactly. Yeah. And pick right back up. Yeah. 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 So how did you start doing Pilates? Where did your introduction to Pilates happen? My introduction of Pilates started, I used to work at a music studio, mm-hmm. a big music studio. And it was after college and I was thinking, what am I going to do with my life? I'm, I love dancing. I love being of service. However, how can I tie those two things intertwined together? And my sister took a session and she was like, Patty, I think you'll be really good at this. And I'm like, okay, let me try it. Mm-hmm. So I literally ate fat burger before my first Pilates <laughs> session <laughs> and not knowing what I was getting myself into. Yeah. I started the first exercise and I felt like I wanted to bring everything up because it's so much with your abdominals, yes. you know? So I told the director, I said, you know, that was really hard for me, but it was a really good healthy challenge. I swear I'll be better next time. Yeah. <laughs> and um, she's like, okay, come on back. And I'm like, okay, great. So I literally signed a contract for two years learning the method, the classical method. I've worked with clients with scoliosis to ADHD to bipolar to all types of weaknesses from athletes to dancers to the vast spectrum of bodies. Mm -hmm. And I'm very glad of being on a contract for two years because it gave me the chance to work with so many different types of people, so many different types of bodies and and experiencing that everybody is really, truly different. Everybody really has something to offer. It's been great. It's been so good. It's been so rewarding just to be able to to live that life of seeing people just change and their lives change because of Pilates. That's so beautiful. You mentioned earlier when we were chatting about our session that you were able to kind of see the history and and the story of my body or or a client that you're working with through doing Pilates. How is that? What do you learn from the instructor point of view when you're working with someone? It's the body reveals things. 
And since I've been teaching for about 20 years, so funny because when I first started saying Pilates, people were like, paleta? <laughs> or they will say, is that a plate? Or yeah. is that, what is that? You know? And now it's a big boom. Yeah. So before the hype, I was there before the hype. Yeah. So with the experience and years that I've had, I've been able to train my eye to be able to, like a Terminator eye, be able to see, okay, that shoulder's slightly up. Mm-hmm. Okay, that thigh is slightly bigger than this thigh. And then I'll ask questions. Yeah. What, what is your history? Oh, I played soccer. Oh, got it. That's why that leg is dominating more than the other leg because you had to in the history of what you've done. And now you don't have to have even any type of fitness history to do Pilates. I just want your spine. Mm -hmm. I just want your stomach. And I just want you to listen to me for 55 minutes. And that's the self-care. That's the breathing. That brings in the method is to be within yourself in inner fitness for 55 minutes and not thinking about anything else. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's so true. Because you're doing that Pilates session and you're doing those tiny movements. You're not thinking about anything else. You're thinking, how am I going to move this one inch that she wants me to move <laughs> yes, right now? <laughs> While you're trembling, but it's so good. Yes, it's an awakening. Yeah, It's such an awakening. Yeah. And I just want everyone to experience that, Absolutely. you know, because we deserve it. Yeah. We deserve to feel that whole. Absolutely. I think something that's so special about Pilates as a movement form is just the amount of awareness that it gives you in your body that I, I mean, having done so many different types of fitness, just haven't experienced elsewhere that I think a lot of women, we get very disconnected from understanding how to listen to our bodies, understanding if something feels that way, like what is our body trying to tell us? And I do appreciate that that method, it forces you to listen to your body. Very much so. And it's, it's, you go, okay, all right, let me go ahead and move this way and just accept the fact of feeling it, you know, differently. Yeah. You know, concentration is our first principle. Mm -hmm. I know it's very much compared to with yoga. Understandably, there's seven different types of yoga. And Mr. Joseph Pilates did study some yoga. However, you know, yoga does not have any apparatuses or equipment work, whereas Pilates does. Mm -hmm. And it's so funny because I'm from LA. So I always compare it to like Bloods and Crips. (laughs) I'm I'm from like 90s LA. Right, so I'm like yoga and Pilates, pleasant crisp. But we really do get along, yeah. you know what I mean? Because we do. Um, it is definitely resistance and self care yeah. and healing. You know, it's healing work. And as long as people are moving, I'm happy. You know, movement, blood flow, all of that contributes to such a happy lifestyle. We are connected to our bodies and spirits that way. We have to be. You know. To have a joyful life. You want joy to rise within you because of your movement. Mm-hmm. And you will be able to, your posture will be different. Your voice will be different. The way you connect with people will be different because of your self-care. Yes. Gosh, I could not agree more. You mentioned Mr. Joseph Pilates. For folks who may not be familiar with who that is, who who is he? Um, he's from, from Germany. Uh-huh. He came up with a method called controlology. Yeah. Um, rumor has it that he had a disease called rickets. Mm. And he took the springs of a bed, like yeah. a hospital bed. Yeah. And he started working himself out. Also, he believed in neuroplasticity, mm-hmm. which is with the mind. So he literally changed his body using spring resistance. Wow. And now when you see all the different types of fitness regimens that are coming out, mm-hmm. there's resistance bands. Yeah. There's all this other things that he developed you know, a very, very long time ago. It was over 75 years old. Yeah. Um, he wrote a book called Return to Life. 
he spoke about you are just as young as your spine. Yeah. So you can be like 80 years old, yeah. but your spine could be 25. Wow. And if you have that kind of connection, all the other parts of your body will be in its right place. Mm. So I don't, in my conducting or directing a session, I am just guiding you. Yeah. Who's really benefiting or who's really helping you are the springs. Yeah. The springs are the teacher. I'm just sitting there, you know, guiding you through a sequence of exercises. He was truly genius. And now so many athletes and so many people that I know really are taking advantage of it Mm -hmm. because of how much it has been injury preventable. If you have like a goal of, you know, getting into your wedding dress or running a marathon, you know, I'm really helping you get into the right placement in your body and have it balanced. Yeah. But don't bump Yep. (laughs) Pun intended. (laughs) Where you can be able to achieve that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And it's been so rewarding. It's been such a rewarding lifestyle for so many people. Oh my gosh. You know, I've had clients that have avoided surgery because of Pilates. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's incredible. Thank you. So I love that you described being an instructor as like a guide, right? Where it's like the body and the springs are really doing the work and you're there kind of guiding clients along the way. What has been your most rewarding experience as a guide, as a Pilates teacher? Is that hard to pick one? It's so (laughs) challenging. Wow. Um, One client that she had severe scoliosis. She Mm -hmm. was barely able to walk from the physical therapy department, graduated from physical therapy and went into the Pilates method. Mm -hmm. She came in three times a week. Mm -hmm. Her scoliosis was so severe. Now scoliosis is when you have a hump and there's an imbalance in the back area. Mm-hmm. So she would have to roll a towel up and to put it inside of her jeans to fit the other side so she can put her jeans wow. on her on her body. Mm-hmm. So she came in, at the time she was 60 years old and I just did what was told to do. I just went through my training mm-hmm. and um, believed. Yeah. I believed that I can be able to help her some sort of way. Yeah. I didn't know it was going to be to that degree. Yeah. So she went to her doctor. She did Pilates for about six to nine months, three times a week. Mm -hmm. And um, the bruises on her body literally disappeared. Wow. She got full balance back into her back muscles. It changed by over 80% Wow. and avoided scoliosis surgery. No paycheck, no nothing can make me feel the way that I did crying with her. Oh my gosh. As that totally changed her life. Yeah. And to this day I will never forget that feeling and people are like no way just Pilates I'm like yes she was just consistent she was just dedicated she started feeling good and that's when I was like man I just wish healthcare can take care of that yeah you know and um to this day now I try to work with people Mm -hmm. with whatever budget they have because I just want you to feel good yeah it just makes things in community so much better when people just feel good. Oh my gosh, yeah, absolutely. I am so glad that you said that because actually earlier today I was teaching like a mini self-care workshop and one of the things that I had people do is kind of go through each area of their life and scale kind of how satisfied do you feel on a scale of one to 10 and pick maybe one to two areas to focus on. And one of the areas is physical health. And for some people that they may feel fine and that may not be a focus area, but I said, if you're looking for an area to improve your life that will also improve the other areas, physical 
physical health is a really good one to look at. If you feel like you don't have enough time in the day, focusing on your physical health will give you so much more energy to Mm -hmm. give you that time back Mm -hmm. or to have the energy to do those hobbies or to have the focus to be productive if work and career is a focus for you. Like it's just such a big pillar for so many things. Definitely. Like like even set an alarm. Yeah. You know, like when that alarm goes off, then I'm going to go ahead and do what I'm supposed to do for myself to be a better self, you know? So as long as movement, you know, any type of movement, I'm happy to hear about movement. Mm -hmm. I'm like, yes, it's such a connection to us that we need. It makes us human. Yeah. You know, it just really does. Absolutely. So, So, yeah. Yeah. I would love to talk a little bit about accessibility in Pilates because I think that that's a really important conversation as well. I think the first time I ever did any form of Pilates was in high school and it was like Matt Pilates. And I want to say it was like the Windsor Pilates that came on TV or something yes. back in the 2000s. Yes. Like that was my initial introduction. And yes. then since then I would try different forms and all types of fitness. But I think for a lot of people like that imagery of Pilates is probably still what they think of when it's like the thin upper class like middle-aged white ladies yes most of us here in the balanced black girl community do not fit that (laughs) description exactly (laughs) but something like Pilates is still for us definitely and I want people to like feel that way and understand that definitely yes I was definitely the token black Pilates instructor Mm -hmm. in a very Caucasian white studio. And I got all the different black questions, of course, you know, Mm -hmm. and and, um, I addressed them as best as I could, you know, keeping the professionalism that we know that we all have. You know, we we, we talk to our friends a certain way and then we talk to our professional people a certain way, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? And that's just the way that we roll as black people. I started during the summer for mat classes, something called Pilates in the Hood. Mm -hmm. I'll go to different, you know, parks and just experience the mat work because the mat work is the root. If you can get the mat down, Mm -hmm. you can move that equipment. You can move that apparatus Mm -hmm. because you have the abdominal strength and the balance in the body to be able to move with the springs of the apparatus, you know, and just to introduce it to people, to have them have the experience. And then I work in a very beautiful studio that you were at in Beverly Hills and people go, Beverly Hills, I can't go to Beverly Hills. I'm not going over there. It's too expensive. I'm like, actually, Mm -hmm. the great thing about it is I can, you know, charge my people whatever I want because I'm able to rent space, Mm -hmm. you know, and I just want people just to keep coming back. It is the ultimate self-care that I've seen seen besides getting a massage Mm -hmm. or you know other things that you may need but Mm -hmm. to say that you did something yeah you know that you really executed a certain exercise that you've been working on for so long and you finally got it yeah it's so rewarding oh yeah you know becomes it becomes kind of a healthy addictiveness Mm -hmm. of wanting to feel that way and and think about it and think like I did it I finally did it Mm -hmm. you know and that's exactly what I felt with the changes within my client and her scoliosis yeah. It was just, we had to sit there and I, we can't even talk. We had to sit there and just cry. Yeah. And her doctor was oh. like, I can't believe this actually happened yeah. by just doing this three times a week. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But I love working with my people. Yeah. I um, will always figure something out for us because it's important and needed. Yeah. That mind body connection is something we need just as much as anybody else. Mm-hmm. And I loved what you said about just the confidence that comes from being able to do something. that sense of satisfaction and it's so rewarding when you work towards something that you physically weren't able to do 
also like the confidence that that carries into other areas of life yes. is like incredible. Yes. Like that's I, what I want people to experience. Yes, definitely. I was on a, a friend's YouTube about dating and mm-hmm. he asked me questions mm-hmm. and he said, what's the most attractive thing that a man can bring out? And I said, a man with confidence, mm-hmm. with complete confidence. Yep. And then I went, oh, what can help with your confidence? Movement, mm-hmm. you know, complete totally. movement. Yeah. And that owning and awareness of the body. Yes. It makes your suits look different. It makes your clothes look different. Mm-hmm. It makes you bring on a different type of energy. Yeah. When you walk into a room. Like, what is it about that person? You know, you can't figure it out. Mm-hmm. So you feel like you need to approach them. Mm-hmm. You need to talk to them. You mm-hmm. feel some type of, hmm, what is that? Yeah. Just that awareness of the space you occupy. And like, I find that movement makes you less afraid to take up that space, yes. which leads to that kind of it factor confidence. Yes. It's so good. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. You can see it in sports. You can see it mm-hmm. in dancers. Mm-hmm. You can see it in people that that are really. I mean, you can see it in J Lo. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Oh, I mean, yeah. Super Bowl oh. performance with Listen. Shakira. It's like you know yep. they are in practice mm-hmm. of self care mm-hmm. to be on that level like that. Oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah. Totally. And they deserve it. And we deserve it. Mm-hmm. If you just cultivate the time for yourself, you can achieve so many things. Yes, I could not agree more. I'm curious, you mentioned just the spaces that you've also worked in where you were like the only black Pilates instructor (laughs) and what that was like. One, I would love to hear a little bit more about what that experience was like for you. And two, I'm curious if that has shaped your personal self-care, like needing to kind of really take care of yourself after being in those spaces and in those situations. Yeah, I felt at one point it was only me and another person at the time. And then I was um, able to do my Pilates research and I found that there was a woman Mm -hmm. named Kathy Grant Mm -hmm. that was an African-American woman that was at the Harlem Dance Theater choreographer and she was Joseph Pilates like second student. Wow. So one of the original She's one of the original Yes. And uh, she just passed away with 2010. Mm -hmm. So that gave me some comfort to know that I wasn't alone. And I just felt that um, I always had to put on, I always had to do better. Mm-hmm. I always had to strive more. Yeah. I just felt like I couldn't do what I do notice in the Pilates world now. Mm-hmm. I call it tea time Pilates. <laughs> tea time Pilates is when literally an instructor is talking to the client the whole entire time like they're best of friends. Mm-hmm. They're not moving. They're not engaging. Yeah. They're, they're not doing a full on session because yeah. it takes a lot of concentration mm-hmm. and so and guidance. Mm-hmm. And when I started seeing that with a lot of instructors I looked at you know my sister girl instructor like we could never do that Mm -hmm. we gotta really like motivate people to for us to retain our clients for us for people to buy packages Mm -hmm. I can't sit there and talk to you like you my home girl Mm -hmm. and expect you to pay me no you know what we gotta do is we gotta be able to be so much more professional to go ahead and get our money Mm -hmm. and that's the difference so I don't believe in the tea time Pilates like we're sitting there having some tea and a scone (laughs) I can't afford that yeah I have to literally be on a whole different caliber with my presence Mm -hmm. with my language with the way I approach it you know I have to really you know I walk into the business that I work out right now and I'm waving like I'm on a float Mm -hmm. because I have to present myself to the utmost you know Mm -hmm. I cannot change face that way yeah because it is my livelihood yeah you know so that's part of you know us you know black African 
African-American women because, you know, when we get with our girlfriends, we let it loose and we should <laughs> unravel. Absolutely. You know what I mean? You need a sacred, safe space to unravel yep. and be knowing that you're okay and knowing that, you know, some folks are some folks and, you know, that's just the way it is. Mm-hmm. And we'll go back right back out there. Yep. You know, it's so funny in that Boots Riley movie that he um, he had to speak a certain way mm-hmm. and then, then he spoke a certain way. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, I can, every black person related oh, to yeah. that. Oh yeah, we all you do know, it. Like, yeah. People are surprised, mm-hmm. you know, when they do find out. Yep. Like, wow. And I'm like, yeah, this is the way we have always rolled. Exactly. First of all, I'm so glad that you shared that because that's so relatable. I think for all of us working in any field, whether we have client facing work like you do, whether it's an office, like all of us do that to some degree. And I remember not long after I started this podcast, being the guest on another podcast. And honestly, it's blanking who I was talking to, what the show was. I've done this so many times, I can't remember. But I do know that the the woman whose podcast I was on was white and she was talking about or asked me about being a better ally, you know, to women of color in fitness and in wellness. And one of the things that she said was like, well, it's just so hard if we have to like think about everything we say before we say it in terms of like not wanting to offend people. Mm. And I'm like, well, it's hard if you've never had to. But then I realized like, oh, I I just said that out (laughs) loud and she recorded it. It's in the episode. I didn't... (laughs) I wasn't maybe as polished about it. I was like, well, yeah, if you've never had to, it is hard. But then I was like, oh, well (laughs) it's out there now it's out there now but it's true because we always have to yes always we don't get the luxury of not see the other side yeah and i don't think they will ever feel the other side yeah you know what i mean so so yeah it's just i'm happy that it was said out loud because it needed to be said yep that muscle needs to be exercised for them Mm -hmm. they need that muscle to be exercised yeah you know sometimes i let people feel uncomfortable Mm mm-hmm because you need your muscle of the uncomfortability to be exercised. Yep. Ours have been passed down, blood, blood, generation yep. down mm-hmm. of how you supposed to just uphold that. Yep. And now where we are as mm. people, mm-hmm. make them feel uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Why not? Yeah, totally. I know I was recently talking to a friend about this and we're talking about kind of how to navigate those situations and what we do when we're just kind of tired of explaining things to folks. And I said that I just start asking questions and pretend like I don't understand. Like if someone says something unsavory, I'm like, huh, what do you mean by that? Can you say that again? It's like, like a I Spanish don't... person I know in English. Yeah. It's like, like huh. oh, huh? Really? <laughs> and then usually I've found it's a lot more effective to have them try to explain it and realize what they're saying than yes. it is for me to point out and be like, you said X, Y, Z. That makes them defensive. If I'm just like, huh, what do you mean by that? And then they realize it. And then they're like, oh, I can check myself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, That totally makes sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because they got to think. They have to think. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Which is just. So funny because it's like with my kids, when they do a certain thing, I just tell them, make a better choice. Mm -hmm. To make them think what you're doing right now is not the choice. You know, positioning people into answering their own. Yeah, exactly. And then like empowering them to like, you know, figure those things out. Yes. Yeah. It's not always on my shoulders. Mm -hmm. Black women hold up the sky. We just do. Yeah. Tired. Mm -hmm. You know? So won't you answer your own question? You need to think. Yep. Unpack what you just said yourself. (laughs) (laughs) One item at a time. Yeah. I'm not unpacking it for you. (laughs) Yes. Thank you so much for that. You're so welcome. Thank you. So I'm curious, as someone who, you know, you're a mom, you have two kids. Yes. 
two little humans to take care of. Yes. You are in this profession where you're constantly helping facilitate self-care for other people. Mm-hmm. What does your self-care look like? How do you take care of you? Oh, I take a bath every <laughs> night. Love that. Lavender, apple cider vinegar. Mm-hmm baking soda. I'm like chemist. I'm like doing all kind of sage and basil and you know it isn't that extensive every night. Yeah. But it is very much of I feel like I baptize myself every night. Yeah. I just do. That's something that's been so connected to me. Yeah. You know is a bath. Mm-hmm. You know. So I do that and then also I do some journaling though too as well. Jazz music tends to bring something really good of mindfulness. Yeah incense mm-hmm. and and burning candles yeah. and i love lotion mm. i'm like if lotion was a man or oil <laughs> i would marry it like right now because it feels so good oh for sure to put like oil between your toes know, or yeah. oil between you know just to oil yourself mm-hmm. and then wrap yourself inside of like a, a robe mm-hmm. and let your skin feel good because mm-hmm. our skin is our largest organ mm-hmm. you have to just be mindful yep. and conscious yeah and find Finding what you learn about yourself, finding yeah. what makes you feel really good. Yeah. And you gotta go for that. Yes. You know? So I'm very much of a believer in that. In the fact that, you know, on an airplane, I have to make sure I put my mask on mm-hmm. before I give my mask to my child. Because mm-hmm. I have to make sure I'm okay. Yeah. Yeah. Then I'm not gonna be okay for them. Yeah. And it's know? teaching them that they should do the same too. Like when they see you do it, when they see you take care of yourself, that's gonna show them like yeah and I should take care of myself yes definitely Such they learn by by what they observe yeah. what they see yeah you know so definitely. yes yes so. I love that so creating those intentional kind of mindful moments and even making everyday things just more enjoyable elevating the experience even if it's something like a bath adding those things to elevate the experience yes I love it yes so every night nine o'clock you're <laughs> asleep yes I they even hit my mom on the water's on high yep. and high hot <laughs> and I am just in my moment of of that so that's so good so, yeah yeah so, so good thank you I love it so Patty what does being a balanced black girl mean to you a balanced black girl means to me knowing that I'm sure of myself mm-hmm. knowing that I'm grounded yeah knowing that I am the future of being an ancestor because mm-hmm. we always go back to our ancestors but who you are right now yeah. is gonna be for someone else yes so I very much feel and maneuver in this world of like I even so funny, I even talk to customer service people. Like when I walk up to something, I really look at a person eye to eye yeah. and I say, hi, how are you doing? Yeah. And they're so surprised. Yeah. And then they actually respond with so much more kindness. Totally. And it doesn't take that much effort, mm-hmm. you know, to be mindful of just really, you know, being present of, you know, we are not all the same. Mm-hmm. We are, you know, be the content of your character. It's so yeah. funny because my, my eight-year-old was just <laughs> saying his speech. He <laughs> kind of knows it pretty well, which is yeah. kind of interesting. But um, just showing a good representation, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I take, I want to always walk that way. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, and it's because it's important because they look at us totally different mm-hmm. and I'm tired of that. Mm-hmm. I'm not here for that. Yep. I'm here for myself 
to be of service, to be a good friend. Someone asked me, I said, I should be a therapist. I said, no, I'm a friend. Mm-hmm. I'm not a therapist. I'm a friend. Yeah. Friends are important, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Boundaries are important, you know, just to go ahead and keep things exactly where they are supposed to be placed. Yeah. That's very important, you know? And self-expression is important. I teach my kids that now. Yeah. You know, please do. If you don't like something, say something. It's that's okay. Yep. It's okay to change your mind. Mm-hmm. Nothing's wrong with that. Yeah, you know, just give me a little bit of a heads up if you can. <laughs> <laughs> there's oh, there's so much goodness in that though of being mindful of becoming the ancestor that you want to be, and and even in teaching your kids how to express themselves. I think that's something that as adults, so many of us are still learning, myself included. How do I articulate that I changed my mind? Or if I have a need or if I need help with something, you know, how do I ask for that? Or how do I articulate what my needs are? And so I think being able to teach them that while they're young, like they're going to be so much better off for it. Because it's hard to learn when you're older. We get stuck. Yeah. Or we get people pleasing. Yeah. Or we get into certain things. I was laughing because my son's an artist and he was a set with his aunt. So he decided to draw a picture of her and he drew a circle and a line through her picture. And we thought it was such, we actually thought it was great. (laughs) Because he was like, you know, I'm upset with you. And I'm going to show you with this picture that I'm upset with you. And yeah. it was his self-expression. Yeah. And, of course, my sister kept it. To yeah. this day, she kept it. Because she was like, this was a good way yeah. of him expressing himself. Yep. He expressed his feelings. His, his feelings. Yeah. He, he could have took it a whole different yeah. level, mm-hmm. which with some kids can definitely do with temper tantrums mm-hmm. and things like that. So he's like, you know, I'm going to fix you. And I'm going to fix you. Draw a picture of you and circling you and crossing you off. And <laughs> this that's is how healthy. I feel. Yeah. Yes, this is healthy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then two minutes later, he wasn't mad anymore. Yeah, because he got it out. Yes. He got to like say how he felt, yes. say his piece, and he's like, okay, we can move on. Yes. Yeah. And to this so funny because now that he's older, he was like, I'm so sorry I did that. <laughs> she was like, no, no, that's okay. That's the way that you were. Yeah. That's, where, that's where you were. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Feelings come and go. Mm-hmm. And how do we how do we maneuver with them? And how do we pause? Yep. How do we pause? That's the hardest part is pausing yep. before you react. Mm-hmm. Ooh. That's like a whole episode in and of itself right there. (laughs) And pausing in so many moments. Yes. as we pause yeah (laughs) and what do you do with that pause and how can you kind Mm -hmm. of pivot if you notice yourself going down a path or starting a a conversation that you want to kind of address differently Mm -hmm. realize that there's a better way to go about it definitely knowing that it's okay to pause just because you start going down a road doesn't mean you have to continue nope you don't have to continue down the hill because that might bring momentum mm-hmm. into some negative, negative things that you're not supposed to say. Yeah. Oh, that's a word. You know? Yeah. And I deeply believe in meditation. Mm-hmm. We need meditation in our schools. Yes. You know, um, we just do. Mm-hmm. Um, even if it's two minutes, even if it's 30 seconds, yep. you need to take time to close your eyes yeah. and be still yeah. in a corner with yourself you know it's not a religion yep. it's just a human moment of pausing yeah and breathing breath is just as vital as water mm-hmm. gotta breathe yes. deep and that's another of course one of our pillars to yeah. hold their breath all the time mm-hmm. even when they work out oh totally let alone oh gosh in certain situations or take shallow breaths it's so easy to do yeah 
we need to fill up. I kind of mentioned earlier how I had done that self-care workshop today and, and folks, we, one of the things we talked about was just kind of how we spend our time, how we make time for self-care, not shaming ourselves around how we choose to spend our time, but just looking at, okay, is how I'm spending my time making me feel how I want to feel? And, you know, one of the women was saying she's a busy entrepreneur. She has so much going on that some days it doesn't even feel like there's 10 minutes to like take that time for herself. And I was like, but can you take 10 seconds to take a really deep breath? Yes. Like the magic that even that can do while you're on your way to your next meeting or on your way to the next thing like breathing can make a huge difference yes definitely or stepping into your next meeting with the intention of each step when I'm making I am breathing differently into that meeting exactly like adding care to what you already do Mm -hmm. I think a lot of the time when folks get kind of hung up on figuring out how to take care of themselves, they think it's kind of another thing they have to do. It's another thing to add to the list or it takes up time. And if there's anything I've learned is that it actually creates so much space for us Mm -hmm. when we set out to have that intention to either create space in our mind or create space with how we feel in our bodies with that awareness. Like it can create so much space if we don't treat it like another to-do list. And it just, same way you brush your teeth, Mm -hmm. the same way you wash your face. You can really look at yourself in the mirror. You can really maybe hum when you're brushing your teeth. Mm-hmm. You can, you know, put a little something, a little bit of extra umph, self umph in your daily routine and transitional things. Mm-hmm. I think it can start there. Oh gosh, that's so good. Yeah. No, tomorrow just try humming when you brush your teeth. Mm-hmm. Something about the vibration on your lips or in your throat. Mm-hmm. Something. Yeah. You know, just being so mindful when it comes to things you're already doing and like super present in that. Yeah. It makes such a big difference. Yeah. There have been times I've done that where I'm like washing my face and I'm not thinking about what I need to do after that. I'm literally just thinking about the cleanser on my face, like the motions my hands are doing on my face. Or Mm -hmm. while I'm making my bed, I will just be like, this is going to be the best bed. I'm not thinking about what I'm going to do after I make this bed. I'm just thinking about making this bed to like center and calm the mind. And the impact that that has Mm -hmm. is just, it's incredible. And we're human, of course. Things fall. Mm -hmm. Things fall. Things fall. Things just do. Mm -hmm. It's just about noticing it and realizing it and going, okay, I'm going to do this a little bit differently now Mm -hmm. with another movement with another action exactly and just finding your way yeah patty thank you so much for joining us thank you so for our listeners who are maybe la local who would like to keep in touch with you who would like to do some pilates with you like how can people keep in touch how can they move with you i'm on instagram my instagram is patty pilates style Mm -hmm. and i do offer you know a very discounted price to do you know a private session Mm -hmm. just to get the experience of follow me and then also I do plan in the summer when it's a little bit more warmer to do some Pilates in the hood Love it. it's usually in Inglewood yeah. I am from Inglewood yeah um right next to Simply Wholesome actually Love it. yeah you know mm-hmm. um which is that borderline so yeah look out for that though too as well perfect so, yeah. so we'll have all of that information linked in the show notes so that Thank folks you. can come get in touch with you and work with you and I have to vouch like the Pilates sessions are wonderful I felt like I was like two inches mm-hmm. taller afterwards yeah um, um, so I could just cannot say enough good things. Oh, so, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. I'm happy you got the experience. Absolutely. And we'll continue. Yes, we will. <laughs> thank you so much. You're so welcome.